What's up, world? Isaiah here from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with new episodes every Friday. We also want to hear from you between episodes, so follow our Instagram at Making It Make Sense IJT or email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. Now listen up and let's make all the sense. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. This is our new podcast together, um, and we're just going to be talking about everything. So, oh, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> hey, hi Isaiah, Theo here. Hi, this is King of Shade, Jasper here. <laughs> I'm so excited, guys, to be, like, just amongst other great minds. This is awesome. Like, it's I love... It's a relief. It's a relief. I feel, I feel a sense of relief. What about you guys? I feel, I feel great. I feel, it's something that you mentioned in our interview with Lady Boss that I really like, by the way. You oh, said, yeah, that was- you said um, safe, you know, I feel safe sharing and I feel safe, comfortable, empowered with you and Jasper here. So absolutely. Hey, Negroes. Come on, Howard. I like that word, Howard. Um, I'm excited. I feel good. I feel uh, like I can be myself. I don't, I feel free. I feel open in this space. Me too. Me too. Um, and it's honestly like, you know, I think just, uh, it, it's kind of like the, I don't know, it feels like a little, little fruits of our, of our labor or rather fruits of our tumultuous experience, <laughs> rather. Um, I think that's how we kind of, you know, I mean, well, obviously not even kind of like literally that's how we came together. It's kind of how we came to be, um, yeah. face with one another and, um, you mm-hmm. know, I feel super great. I feel super grateful. Here, yeah, Jasper's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think you know. I do think you know we should we should just kind of talk about how we how we came together um, and just you know the beginning of this journey. Um, you know, I think Theo actually you wrote in the in you know wrote with the three of us speaking together and we were talking about you had said you know just you're excited for this journey and I'm excited for this journey but in order to to continue to the next step of the journey we got to talk about how we got here so. we got here so I just <laughs> yes. let the audience know who we are you know I am Theo Fox I am of a, I am a lover no, I'm <laughs> no. come on I am, Theo, I am Theo Fox um and I am, you know, excited to do this. And um, I'm on this great journey with um, Isaiah and Jasper. And uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves independently, you know. Yeah, sure. Jasper, after you. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi. You know what, Theo? Uh, I am a lady, yes, a queen. But, oh, uh, hi, this is, yes, this is... <laughs> He said, talk to me nice. I'm a lady. Hi, y'all. Uh, um, 
Whew, um, yes. <laughs> but yes, um, I am, uh, you know, I, um, what, 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 what I'm supposed to be saying again? I forgot what I'm supposed to be saying. <laughs> well, I can't edit this out. We're to so what, what are we people. supposed to be saying? <laughs> you like introduce yourself and tell it like, you know, oh, well, well, well this is real because I don't, you? I forgot what we were supposed to be saying. Your name is not just Jasper, by the way. Well, oh. Your name oh, hi, I'm Jasper. And your, name yes. and your last name. Let people know who you are. <laughs> and that bitch just hung up. Oh, no. Awake. So well, what uh, we're experiencing some technical some technical difficulties, but um, I guess while while Jasper is we're we're getting getting reconnected, um, I'll kind of introduce myself in, in that case <laughs> right now. But um, so my name is Isaiah Crumpton Colhane. That's hyphen Colhane. <laughs> uh, I um. So I'm from I'm from upstate New York, actually. And, uh, you know, I I've been married for two years um, and I've been uh, in my relationship overall for eight years. And um, just to kind of speak on oh, hey, Jasper, <laughs> um, to speak on how, um, you know, I came to to this space a little bit, um, you know, over the the course of the pandemic, um, I really was seeking out, um, and, and not as a knock to my existing friendships, but, um, at all, but I was seeking out, um, brotherhood, but queer brotherhood, um, in, in, in the, in the, the black community rather. And I think I didn't realize how much, I felt like that was lacking in my life um, until really, until I came to the space and I really kind of went, wait a minute, this is, I, this has been missing. Um, and so that's kind of, kind of a little bit of, of my journey in that sense. But now that Jasper is back, I want it, I want us to hear about you. <laughs> so what, what did I leave off? Oh, right. So you were, we said, we were like, tell your whole, your whole, tell your whole government. <laughs> Yeah, hold on, man, honey. <laughs> so your know? name, your first name, your last name, where you from? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just yes. Did. Well, um, my name is Jasper, last name Brown. I'm a black man that lives in Arkansas. Living, I'm from the South. <laughs> I live in the South. Um, I'm 29. I'm single. I live long walks on the beach. <laughs> I love long walks on the beach. You know what it is. No, Are there any beaches in Arkansas, by the way? I, I, no. <laughs> that's a fantasy of mine. I like long walks on the beach. So you like, yes, that's my fantasy. That's my uh, my uh, journey in my head. So, um, uh, I'm a blogger. I've been blogging for for the last two years. Really into get in, into the process. So I really really get into it deeply. Um, um, yeah, I joined this uh. Um, yeah, I, I'm now here. <laughs> now, I think the audience would like to know how that we three independent thinkers got together. Yes. And I think it's good to let the audience know that we were part of a uh, platform mm-hmm. um, called Bro Chat, where the creator auditioned all three of us. Mm-hmm. And the audition process was chaotic. It was disorganized, 
But again, like Isaiah mentioned, we were looking for that brotherhood, especially with black queer people or people of that experience or even allies. Yes. And we thought we found that with the creator, but the creator had other ulterior motives that were not um, brotherhood-like or uplifting to the image of queerness. Mm-hmm. Isaiah? <laughs> um, you know, to add to that, uh, it, it really had a lot to do with alignment, right? So, um, and I don't know, I, I might have kind of briefly touched on it um, just in, in like personal phone calls between the three of us and stuff like that. But, um, you know, and, and it's kind of a little bit in alignment with what Jasper was saying just now when we were chatting with, with Lady Boss is um, I kind of went a little bit against my gut and against my better judgment um, because in one of the pieces of content from that space that I had seen, um, they did a video um where they discussed Black Lives Matter. And, you know, one of the promises I made to myself, um, you know, this past year was that um, I'm not having convincing conversations anymore. And not only that, I'm not sharing space with people that um, are not already there. If you're, you haven't already arrived in this space or this place of, uh, this headspace rather, um, or awaken, oh, being awakened or whatever if you just woke up you know at five o'clock today and went okay oh now i get it Uh very hard for me to align with that so i'm gonna leave put that right on the shelf there for a second but um i i went against my gut a little bit because after watching that i already kind of had an idea of okay i think the creator is this type of person this is their alignment um you know politically and otherwise and uh, I still went, okay, you know what, though, you know, as Jasper said, let me get to percent for who they're presenting themselves to me as, yep. right? And, uh, and I, I made, I kind of, that's where I made a space that otherwise I had shut down. So I made a space for that person and, and you know, and... Um, it backfired. And it backfired, honestly. You know, it backfired because, you know, we were we ended up discussing a lot of things that were not in alignment with where my spirit is and where my soul is. And, um, you know, while it's okay to have a conversation about topics, you know, that you might not agree on, right? It There were definitely topics that were intentionally placed to pit us against one another. Um, and in that vein, I'm going to pass the baton over a little bit and, and let you guys kind of talk about that, too. Jasper? Um, um, it was definitely, this process was definitely um, uh, uh, put together. It was a, a very manipulative process from the beginning. It was very strategically planned and um, uh, put, created by um, Aubrey Starr, who, who created the show. <laughs> um, and so, you know, she was she one messy queen, honey, and it was a mess of a, of a process because, you know, she put us against each other without us even really knowing at the time that we were being put against each other. Um, she carefully crafted who she wanted, the characters that she wanted on the show. She carefully crafted 
her plan to get people who, in her mind, resemble even an ounce of the characters that she wanted on this particular show. And so we were all, uh, you know, uh, we were all, uh, uh, what's we were all, uh, you know, um, pulled by the presentation that uh, Aubrey gave to us. You know, you know, she, she made it sound so bubbly and like it's going to be a, a, a wonderful experience. It's going to mm-hmm. be all about brotherhood and positivity and us coming together and building relationships with each other. But that was not the case at all. It was completely different than what. And again, I think what we're speaking to is our experience. So an opinion or a perspective is irrelevant when speaking about our experience. Mm -hmm. Because I'm speaking on, Jasper is speaking on, and Isaiah is speaking on, on something that happened, that occurred, that was told to us, that was said. And the only person that can speak on that is ourselves and the individual who partake partook in that experience our experience is was what it is that we are discussing so to say that you know i have something to say about your experience to me is ignorant mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah when it comes to my experience you should be asking me questions so it could be a, a bit more so it could be a bit more clarified for you I, you know, like Jasper and like Isaiah, I I was presented with the person that told me this is about unifying and uplifting and providing an image that isn't out there. But because this person was very secretive and filled with self-doubt, immature, and lack leadership skills, that was not the true vision. This person was very secretive on purpose because they had an ulterior motive. And I was trying to give this person the benefit of the doubt. Again, I don't allow people to occupy the space that this individual took. And I shut myself down from doing that and thinking maybe, you know, open up a little bit, Theo. Don't be too stubborn. (laughs) Don't be ignorant. Don't be too bougie. (laughs) You know, not everyone can be at that level. And, you know, that little voice, I think, was the, um, the devil, which I think is white. (laughs) (laughs) joking but i it was uh, it was i um um that voice i don't know what that was um is not true you know i um because he was being he was presenting himself to be one person but Mm -hmm. i discovered jasper and isaiah and uh, another person involved in this called rj who were truly presenting themselves as they were so that platform was a blessing, and that blessing helped me connect with Isaiah and Jasper, who are two people that present themselves who they were, who as who they are, and I accept them for that. And um, I'm grateful for the both of them, and I'm honored to be in their presence in doing this podcast with them. Thank you, Theo. Jasper, uh... you're not going to say thank you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Like, that's cute. That that nigga ain't got no manners. <laughs> that's cute. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, thank you, Theo. Thank you. That was that was a, a, a nice thing to say. That was very beautiful. Very well said. It was. 
I just said it for my image, guys. I'm a. I'm I'm the, my, I want an image of Christianity and of love, <laughs> oh conservatism, and you know, Bible thumping and forgiveness and victimhood. <laughs> Sounds like someone we know. <laughs> Sounds very familiar. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! It, it, like, it was. It's just like. It's just kind of crazy how it like I don't know like so we did what what did we do we did like a month of of chemistry tests basically um how did how did we each stumble upon it like kind of you guys if you want to go mm-hmm. first and then I I'll you know share kind of how I I you know found was simple yeah. for some reason I became this person requested me Okay. And um, to be honest, what like we're seeing you out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to, and and we're saying this person because we don't want to um say their name. Right. But and if you're listening, I think you're aware that we were part of the um the platform, and we're only going to say one this time and this time only. Mm-hmm. Bro chat room. Mm-hmm. We were part of that platform, and when we're saying this person or that entity, mm-hmm. or when we say um Aubrey Star, oh, we're referring yeah. to that individual. Right. Um, so this person or Michelle, Michelle. (laughs) um, because yes, we are petty, uh, and yes, we can be catty all within reason, (laughs) right? We're, we're again, all of uh, it's all of it is us, no one is one thing, yeah, no one's one thing, right? We react differently to different circumstances depending on what it pertains to, yep. So, yeah, so this uh, individual reached out, um, requested me as a friend, and then I happened to see this individual's video with him and RJ and one of the housewives' um, husband mm-hmm. who popped up on screen, and there was this big blowout, and I was like, oh, shut up. What the fuck is happening here? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm not a part of this um, social media world, so even navigating mm-hmm. Instagram is still every day something new for me. <laughs> so I discovered this, and I was like, oh, my God. And then, like a like three days later or four days later, I saw him put up a thing saying, "Hey, um, I'm looking for new bros," mm-hmm. and I didn't know at the time that bro chat existed because I did not, uh, I did not um, um, like that page or subscribe to that page. Mm-hmm. So when he said that, the link to the page came up, and then I saw why he was looking for new bros. Because I saw the uh, the Black Lives Matter video, I was like, "Oh, so we um he put us through the audition process. We did the chemistry test for a month, mm-hmm. and then one thing led to another. And I I saw, um, I think eventually me, Jasper, and Isaiah wore on screen together, yeah. and that's the most comfortable I felt. Mm-hmm. That's the most in sync I felt, mm-hmm. and with Jasper, Isaiah, and another individual, um." who I still speak with, um, Bryce. You guys remember Bryce? Uh, yes. I, I oh, never wow. got to feel, like, film with him or, or record with him, but um, but he seemed really nice. He was, and he was super nice once we got, well, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but, like, he sent me a really nice message, actually, um, like, once we were all, like, named as, you know, uh, panelists. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah, he was really, really. He's always been super gracious and super sweet and supportive. So, 
man, I liked the the energy that we had. Mm-hmm. And I think this individual saw that. And instead of saying, wow, look at these genuine people, mm-hmm. he became a narcissist, a tyrant, a manipulator. And he wanted to um, divide that. He didn't want to grow that. He wanted to see how can I get likes and views from that. Right. And I am a very honest, genuine, transparent person. And I understand that I'm not a cup of tea, um, the, the cup of tea for everyone. Like, you know, you take me as I am. Right. Things with strong and black. Theo, Theo <laughs> is, a, yeah, I'm black tea. That's um, right. Theo is the kind of person you either like Theo or you don't Theo. There's no in between with me. Mm-hmm. I don't like gray areas. People like to play in the gray. Yes. Okay. And um, I presented that way to you guys and to this individual. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem. This individual is, I believe, is a predator. And he preys on people's consciousness and people's positivity just so that he can manipulate that, ruin it, and move on. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided that I no longer wanted to be a part of this manipulation process and that you cannot change someone from the other side. Someone from the other side has to be, um, has to want to change and come over to the right side. Exactly. And that was my experience. And um we're speaking about it not to bash this individual or to band together to bully them. Mm-hmm. Is this is a cautionary tale? Yes. We're we're still trying to make sense of of it. <laughs> yeah. And how we can be better and do better because we participated on a platform that had the illusion of positivity and the illusion of brotherhood. Right. And um, I am not about illusions. I'm not an illusionist. I'm not a magician. Uh, <laughs> I am not Houdini. Uh, and I, you know, I genuinely want to participate in empowerment of blackness, of queerness, yeah. and uplifting. Yeah, and of course, I'm going to have disagreements and dislikes with Isaiah and Jasper. What I think is going to be done with empathy and respect being at the forefront. Exactly. And not like coming, you know, I think that was the thing too, is like, you know, not coming from a place of just being salacious, just for being, just for social media's sake, you know what I mean? And that kind of thing. I think one of the things, you know, that I, like for me, like it was definitely problematic that we were only discussing things ripped from the headlines. Like, you know, but the thing is like, I to tack on what you said like it's not about like bashing like at all it's really telling our truth and our experience and not having it spun into some kind of narrative that we that that was not our experience actually you know what i mean and for us to just kind of give light to it um because it is a part of our fabric it's a part of our story and how we came together and um you know and i did i i did feel like okay this makes sense when we were all together you know and like filming and you know I think it was also intended for us to for us to not actually connect you know outside of this individual outside of this person um and we did you know because again we're grown men and you know we're gonna go hey we should connect we should actually get to know each other you know if we're gonna be you know if we're gonna be taking this journey together or this experience together and um, upon, uh, upon the, that platform was, um, 
So I got into uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> and um, You and, poor thing. No, <laughs> I, re- I like the show. And, um, you know, and, and I, I love Karen Huger. And, you know, and I just think she's great. Um, she's a great personality. And uh, so my husband and I got into the show. And um, I think, like, maybe, like, a couple of other friends, um, my girl Deidre, I love you. <laughs> and uh, so we would like chat about it and stuff. And I think I went on Instagram and I, I don't know if it came up in my like suggested follows or something like that, but I saw like a Karen Huger fan page that was also run by this this person, Comes uh, turns out. And uh, I think I followed the page and, you know, I would like like different posts and whatever and thought the graphics were kind of cool and all that stuff and then um I think the person that ran the page I don't know if who followed who first or something like that but um so we ended up following each other and then um I saw the platform and I went oh looking for new new panelists you know like oh okay this sounds this sounds cool like this sounds like a great way to create some good relationships and you know, and get to know new people and all right, let's give this a, a shot. Um, so I reached out and, you know, we got on a phone call and um one of those private phone calls. Oh yeah, the for very first one. Super charismatic and, and friendly seeming. And um and then just from there and then we went into chemistry tests for like a month and a half or so, which was a little chaotic because, you know, we'd have to just all hop in and okay let's all you know with people that you don't know and stuff which is all the lore of that because you're like oh cool meeting new people but at the same time you're like oh god like you know this is this is new and so um you know and then we and then we found out we were all chosen like individually like none of us like right like we didn't know with it between each other we didn't know that the other person was being chosen right and all that stuff Oh, Jasper? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a mouthful. <laughs> uh, my journey is a little bit different, but kind of similar because I was following um, RJ, who was a part of the original line because this faction had actually had a first line of, of uh, people on the show. And so I watched it. I was watching the show, watching some episodes and was a fan of the show of that particular show, show people. Um and like I said, I was following RJ, um, and I saw his post of the show, he was posting the show and posting clips of the show and I was like, Oh, it sounds cool, it's cool and so I watched the clip that went ultimately be the end of that faction, which was a BLM clip and it was a blow up oh, or and um so when when that little happened, um which which I now I'm looking back, it was calculated because if, if he posted that he was looking for a co host a new call so before the, it blew up. So oh, I really? Mm. Yeah. So that's calculation of the story. I didn't know that. Um, yes. And so, wow. Um, that's how So, uh, me seeing it, it's, it's the post about him wanting a new call, which made me say, okay, it was opportunity to join the show. Mm. And the Lord happened, then we do the casting call, or him and Jeff, and um, went to the process with Theo and Isaiah, and I met both of them during that process. Um, I messaged him. He, he was seemed nice, seemed charismatic, and he called me, called me all the time. When I tell you, I knew that he, I knew that 
my persona is what he what what he wanted on the show because he called me constantly was calling me doing the doing the chemistry test not even on the show yet I hadn't even been chosen on the chemistry test he called me almost every day we had conversations every day about everybody on the chemistry test um, which is weird because I'm 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 auditioning as well so what director or what casting agent will call someone that is an auditioner every day. Talk about each person that they're auditioning on the show. Um, so it was, it was, it was really weird to me. That yeah, part, so, like, like you like to say that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and maybe you know, I'm like, and I was like, well, maybe you know, that maybe his way of doing things. So I didn't read too much into that. Mm-hmm. And so then you know, we got down to the, to the finals, and um, he chose everyone, but in a, in a weird way, he gave us all calls. Gave me a call, and it's like a regular call, but then he. And in, in within the conversation, he gave it was actually a video call conversation that we had. He said, "You, you, congratulations! You are part of Rorschach," and, and made a whole moment out of it for himself. For the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was genuinely excited. I'm like, maybe I'm excited. Like, oh, this is something new. I made it. I've been chosen. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who I was gonna work with, but in my mind, I already knew that Isaiah and Theo had it in the bag. I, I knew that in my mind. <laughs> so, uh, but not knowing that when I found out they were chosen, I was even more excited. Like, okay, I got some level-headed people on this panel with me. Uh, <laughs> so, if I tend to go, if I tend to go left, they can pull me back right. You know? <laughs> so I was in the company, and I was excited about the journey. Right. And then, with mean, RJ being a part of the cast, him not, him me not knowing if he's actually going to make to be on the show because uh, this person kept us in the dark about that situation. It was like, you know, you have to wait and see. So. I'm excited to, to, to work with him because that's what my whole thing was I wanted to work with RJ. So I was excited to get a chance to work with him. But at the time, didn't know he was going to be a part of the show. But then he was brought on on our first taping of the Meet the Bro, which y'all saw. And there was my reaction was my reaction because didn't know he was going to be even part of the equation until that moment I was in or who I was working with. It was, so, a <laughs> <laughs> it was a secret. Yeah, a secret. Let me tell you guys a little secret. <laughs> it was like, to him, it's like, it like a game. It was a game. Yeah. yeah. A game within a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. There were, a there's, riddle there's within a riddle. To this shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. to this shit. He was a fucking Riddler. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was my I hate that character. That was my turn on how I got you guys. And it's unfortunate. It was a platform that was um, saturated in riddle, in dysfunction, mm-hmm. and it was saturated also in um, uh, um, uh, the burden of a grudge mm-hmm. against an, another individual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not what we wanted to be a part of. You know, that's why we are here now. We're a part of making it make sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo, which is um, a platform where we want now to grow and make sense of whatever it is that we have going on. Like now we're trying to make sense of this B room situation. And Mm -hmm. today will be the only time and the only episode that we would dedicate time to this situation. If you got... If you guys have any questions, if your listening audience has any questions, they can feel free to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And um, we might answer it on air. We will answer it, but we can answer it individually on the podcast. But we're going to leave that mess behind. Yeah. 
because after I get rid of my garbage, I don't think about its journey on the garbage truck or in the landfill or when they're burning it. I just dis- discard garbage. And watch it turn into dust. Yeah, and That's don't, what even, <laughs> don't even worry about it because it's garbage and it's unfortunate. I wanted to give um, this individual an opportunity to see what brotherhood looks like because I grew up, I had the luxury of growing up in a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show this individual what um, honesty and genuineness and transparency looks like. And uh, that individual, I don't think that he will be this way forever. Hopefully he isn't this way forever. I don't think this is the moment in time he's ready for that. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, agree. I definitely want to see, like, because he doesn't see that he's done anything wrong. And, you know, that's, that was a lot of, a part of the issues that even talking with this individual, we would have a conversation with him expressing our concerns and it was, and it was dismissed. The dismissiveness mm-hmm. of it all. Like, we give our feelings and you just dismiss them as if you don't Empty. care, they don't matter. Like, yeah. but, but your show was, but the basis of the show and the, the, the ground that the show is supposed to stand, was supposed to stand on, is your perspective matters. But they don't matter because mm-hmm. if they matter, why would you dismiss them? So it was very contradictory to what into the world, what, what he was into the world and presented to us. Absolutely. Very, very, very hypocritical. I agree. It was, and it was really, you know, this, this is an opportunity also for us to really show our layers beyond the archetypes that we were placed into in that space, right? And it's an opportunity for us to just show that we are we are each so many things, you know, and that we each have so many different experiences that, you know, that have to do with, you know, if anyone, you know, was already watching the previous platform we were a part of, um, you know, this is also an opportunity for us to talk about, you know, maybe why you saw us on there react to certain things, certain ways. And oh, where things good. came from, right? Like, if you saw us react to something very strongly, then now you can kind of go, oh, okay, well, that's who that person is. And that's why they reacted that way. Because now you're going to get to know us a lot better, honestly, because we're going to get to talk or speak candidly about things that are important to us and things that, you know, that have happened to us and that we've gone through. Um, and what, you know, things that maybe even made us who we are now. And also, we are not being presented to you with a filter or (laughs) through the lens of the editor. Yes. We're being presented to you through our own lens, through our own voice, through us. Me, Isaiah, and Jasper are the creators of this. We are the editors of this. We are the controllers of this. So you'll be seeing, you might be seeing us in a way you never thought possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I agree. So I think we, um, we're making sense of this um, debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> debauchery? Yeah, it, 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 it was a lie. Just be going. Even, you know, the, when I saw me, you know, what for you was like the final, like, they say, you know what, I'd have to completely walk away. That's a good question. 
for you? For what? What was it for? What was it for you, Isaiah? Oh, for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> and I, I, again, I said this um, when we were chatting with Lady Boss. Like, <laughs> there were a couple, and maybe I didn't go into it like totally. There were some red flags like leading up to it already. You know, like there were little things like, you know, a couple. There were a couple of conversations, or you know, there were some some little dishonesties that like obviously like you know like Theo like you were saying you know there's gonna be little fakeries little liberties I guess for the sake of you know the way you have to cut or edit something or whatever or okay let me get myself together for this because I'm on video or whatever like those little mild things but little white lies so to speak but um even like, and this was really like Jasper's experience, so I don't want to take away from you explaining this, but one of the little red flags was we're filming or recording this one thing. I think it was actually the last time before it was just like, like done. Um, and there was not transparency and honesty about why Jasper wasn't there. And it was like, wait a minute, which really we didn't know till after. But like, that's weird that like it what there wasn't honesty. It was like, oh, he's taking a day off. And I'm like, the person will try to tell you. Sorry. The, the, oh, uh, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. Uh, a manipulative person will tell you, which he, that's what he presented himself to be. Oh, I was protecting Jasper's privacy. But at the same time, did you ask? Right. And to that point, did you ask Jasper if? What did you ask him what he wanted to be said in reference to because he was a part of that conversation that transpired between the two of them. It's like the creator wasn't the only person on the on the on that phone call. That's how Jasper was on it, too. So Jasper should have had more control of his own narrative and what he experienced his experience with that person. It shouldn't have just been like, oh, this person decided to take it or sorry or oh, Jasper just took a night off. No, he didn't, because we come to find yeah. out that's not, you know what I mean? That, like, that wasn't the case. So so that was a little, uh, not even a little, that was a red flag for me, uh, but that was like a post-red flag, really. But on the way to get there, there were just a couple of instances where I just felt like, okay, this isn't, like, we're not keeping it 100 right now uh-uh. um, about, you know, there was a conversation with the full group of us um, in reference to time frame you know and like the same way that we could call each other out or call each other up even individually and have conversations directly with one another this particular individual would kind of start tugging at strings and going okay well I don't want to have this conversation with this person so you have this conversation for me and that's another thing that he did to like poor Jasper, because he just would do. He would like throw Jasper in in stuff that like like oh well, I'm gonna put him up to have this conversation because Jasper is very direct and very honest and very forward about things, right? But right. he kind of tried to like weaponize him to do thing to like speak on his behalf because he didn't have the gall to say it himself, right? So on that phone call, that's what ended up happening. And to which point I just kind of went, all right, like, I don't, because another thing is, you know, if you got to be giving us all these requirements for different things, run me my check then. Hello. Right? 
And, uh, you know, so that's at that point, I just kind of went, okay, well, I don't have to do this. Like, I, I'm taking just like, you know, we're all taking time out and stuff like that. But like, you know, and another call that you guys didn't know until we spoke, I straight up told this person, this is these are the times I am available. Obviously, we want to work in conjunction with each other and figure out what time works best for, you know, for for everybody. But at that point, I was like, okay, well, you know, this person obviously has to operate this individual on this kind of schedule because of, you know, their trajectory currently, right? Um, however, I just I said, well, that doesn't really work out for me time frame wise or whatever. And I was very honest about that. They asked me, I told them. The thing is, we weren't always crossing the four of us in comparing store or telling each other, oh, well, this person, well, actually, this person said this to me, or this person said this to me. We weren't always discussing it with each other. So there were things that would get crossed, like, oh, I didn't know you had that conversation with that person. I didn't know that you you said that to them, or, oh, they said this to you? To which point, we got to actually have those conversations after the disintegration of yeah because we had this individual being divisive and keeping the group separated all information had to be filtered through him Mm -hmm. he as a leader he didn't encourage he didn't redirect hey how about you 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 know you you speak with the group Mm -hmm. hey how about you let the group know that not just me he will keep information and when you keep information and you don't share with the collective you're trying to show that you have power. Mm-hmm. Power broker. Yeah, and that's what this individual was trying to do. And you know what was the last straw for me when I sensed an air of anti-blackness from him? Mm, that's... When I sensed an air of anti-LGBT from him. because Just because you are LGBT, mm-hmm. it does not mean that you, pro- you believe in the equity of LGBT. I know that's right. And I got that from him. And, and we can and we know that from people who are LGBT on the opposite side and they're and, and and they're for LGBT people not being teachers, being discriminated um at work. And I and I got that energy from him in our group chats mm-hmm. when he demeaned one of us. Mm-hmm. And I said, "No, no, no. This is not the, this is not what I got on, on here for." Mm-hmm. And then with speaking to other individuals that he told them that they should not express their sexuality and the way that they, you know, uh, they should. Gender expression is important for everybody. And he tried to suppress that from another individual. That was the final straw for me. This individual is not who he says he is. Mm-hmm. His actions and his words were not in alignment and they continuously were not. And you cannot force someone to be in alignment. Alignment is a normal, natural process. Absolutely. And you cannot force it. So that was the final straw for me. I, not on my watch, where I allow someone to degrade another Black person, mm-hmm. not even within the Black community. And just to add to that, sorry, and then I, but like, just to add to that really quick. How dare you interrupt me? No, I'm sorry, just because I had a thought about that. <laughs> that, was, that was part of my, um, that was a little part of, of my, like, I'm, I'm good. When 
you know, I just saw like the, there was one instance in the message where this person basically took someone being called out of their name and not even just out of their name, like a full racial slur. And no, no, call a thing a thing. Like a call, like another individual expressed that they were called a nigger. Yes. Yes, I wasn't sure. Like, if you guys, what I, I wanted to kind of, yeah, ap- yeah. You saying everything? You're right. You're right. You're right. So he he called he this part. He was called a nigger, and the wild thing about it is for me to hear another black man completely snatch that because that's you're snatching that person's experience, taking it and just throwing it in the trash and going. You're that it doesn't matter. That was your fault, right? Like that was that was your fault, or or you asked for it. Yes, that part. It 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 was very like it. It was the most dismissive thing, and I just went, you know what? And when I when I listened to that, I went, you know what? I am good, good. Like I don't ever don't call me. I'm the type, and you guys have heard me say this multiple times. We don't need no conversation. Bye. I'm paying you dust. Don't call me. Don't text me. We don't need a, a closure conversation. I do not need an exit interview. Bye. Stay right. away from me. Give me 50. Don't, I don't want an apology. If you even wanted to give me an apology, I don't want an apology. You know what my apology is or my version of an apology is from you? Give me 50 feet and change behavior all the way over there. Stay away from me. And that's how I felt. I don't want to, like, I don't need any kind of exchange with you because all it's going to do is it's going to piss me off and it's going to end up in a blow up for you. So I don't like, I just didn't, I I just said it over there and I went, I'm good. But that was my, you know, I had to say that. That that was was a huge trigger for me. And what was it for you, Jasper? Yeah, Jasper. Well, for me, it was, it was, it was, for me, (laughs) <laughs> it was three different situations for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was me, RJ, and we had our moment of not not being in agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, him um, using that moment to um, as fuel for him as a, oh I have someone in my corner, someone is on my side. Um, uh, Using that situation instead of trying to make it better, he didn't. Um, he made it worse because, you know, as a leader, you're supposed to try to um, resolve conflict in, in, in your groups. When you have a group together like this, you're supposed to try to figure out a way to make things positive. Mm-hmm. And, instead he, and instead, he kept inserting himself in it instead of staying out of it and allowing me and me and Arthur to organically come to a, an agreement and have a conversation. He didn't allow the moment to happen. And so for a while, it was always this contention between me and him because he kept inserting himself. He kept mm-hmm. inserting himself. Like a nosy little girl. Yes. <laughs> um, Who ain't got no manners. Not yes. no manners. <laughs> and so, but thankfully, me and RJ, we are in a good space. We had that moment of courtesy of him because it was, it was out of me knowing this dissension brought me and RJ together. So he he actually assisted slightly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so just to comment on that too. Like, can I tell you, like that really not to get too sentimental, but that really warmed my heart to see 
you guys move past that all of that into like such a good place like yeah. it, it really made me feel so good because I was like you really that's what I think people forget is you can you can have like a a, a moment with someone and like or you can have like a little fallout now sometimes it's like it's a, all the way like in like friendship some friendships if you've been friends for years and you have like a fallout fallout like it's like okay we we can't move past this like we just need to move on right but I think in moments like that it's it's like a lesson to people where it's like hey we can have a a not great situation and we can hash it out or we can talk or we can you know realize that hey okay this situation something's bigger is going on and we can come together and and they have and and they really did and Jasper and RJ had a moment. Yeah, they did. They did. Oh no, you weren't present for that. It was. Oof. Oh yeah. No, well, I, I, I like because I think I had. You probably would have cried if you heard it and you saw how they themselves organically came together in solidarity yeah. and rectified their issue. It was tear worthy, and it was it was beautiful to see because that's what brothers do brothers can sit there and curse each other the fuck out but then when it comes to defending the brotherhood to defending and uplifting each other you see how quick whatever we were arguing about becomes insignificant yeah and to see isaiah um to see um excuse me jasper and rj come back around because in solidarity because they are gatekeepers and to protect each other and to protect the brotherhood. Be like, no, 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 not today. That was beautiful. And that also showed that Jasper is mature and Jasper is a good person and Jasper is a, a person that's willing to grow. Absolutely. And that just showed how beautiful you really are, Jasper. As a human being, 100%. And I think that, I think like a lot of, that's the thing is like, it would just be, paint like that's the thing is the editing it would just be like oh okay well you know he's just just stirring the pot like the way he would just this person would make make him look like in a sense but then I can speak to this and I'm and I know Theo you can too like personally even if we had like a like a like a where we didn't agree like while we were filming or something like that Jasper will call like has called me or reached out to me like and been like let's get on a phone call and talk like Mm -hmm. he's not like it I think it looked like on there like oh he's just coming for everybody's throats like no that's not that's King of Shade yeah King of Shade will read you read you for filth but he'll call Jasper will call you right after so like you know what I mean like and I think that's that was like it was like this perception that is not actually true. It's not actually who. Like it is. there's issues, and mind you, there is an aversion of the video that he put out when me and Jasper had had our misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and I want that to be, I wanted to be on record. Jasper mm-hmm. was the initiator of reaching out. Yeah. Am I right or wrong, Jasper? You're right. You're Take right. credit, mm-hmm. and You're Jasper. Right. And there's a version when me and Jasper wrapped it up right on that segment mm-hmm. and we apologized to one another and he did not put that out there yes and he did that more than once because we it was something i caught and you know you know what i'm talking about jasper we mm-hmm. we i caught something differently than he actually meant it <laughs> and i reacted without going wait a second he he wasn't even talking to me he was talking to the another person um that was filming but um 
he didn't leave in that literally as we transitioned right into the next episode, when we stopped filming or recording, we literally like wrapped it up right there too. Like it was just like, I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm sorry. I think he said, sorry if you caught, I was like, I'm sorry. I, I reacted, you know, I leaped before I looked, you know, like, or whatever. Like, um, then he, did, he did it. Then he did, um, he did cut it out, you know, yeah. as far as his game. But, you know, my other two, well, we, but the other two things that made me say, okay, I'm done mm-hmm. was, it was another, it was another situation. Um, but without, it was not bro chat related. It was outside of bro chat. It was something oh. that I bro chat that was that, that shouldn't have even been on his radar. But it was, it, but it was brought to his attention, and he decided to go on my behalf to speak to someone on my behalf without my knowledge, my acknowledging acknowledgement, my my awareness of it. Mm-hmm. Me even sending him giving permission to speak on my behalf and made the situation worse. And me and the, me and this other person mm-hmm. had blow up, had semi blow up, and, and it was like a back and forth thing. Because he kept encouraging himself, he kept going back to the person and saying things that I didn't say to the person. I didn't tell him to say to the person, so and he would not remove himself. Even after, like, even after I, um, even after I and Theo, even after Theo told him, told him, told him, told him to remove, remove himself, he still wouldn't remove himself. So he, he was like, he purposely kept the one to keep the conflict going. And that's like, not a mistake. Uh, None of that was a mistake. All of that was intentional. All that was an ignorant. All that was purposeful. Because him and I had a 35-minute or longer conversation where I told him, you you do not have the right to intervene on anything that Jasper does. If Jasper was using the the, the B-Room chat, um, the B-Room platform, to spew whatever, you are within your right to tell him absolutely not. And he purposely, once again, he placated me and thanked me for my advice and where would I be without your advice and thank you for your advice and all this nonsense and still went and reached out to the individual and was, you know, being Jasper's spokesperson without Jasper's consent. Right. When Jasper didn't even ask him to do that. And Jasper told him, no. He still went and did what he wanted to do because that is what manipulative, egotistical, (laughs) skewed people do. And there's a word out there that's being used to describe and call narcissist. Mm-hmm. But it, that's more of a psychological thing, and you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go talk to my therapist about that to see if they can. He's <laughs> very narcissistic, and you know, and, and so you know, that just really like those two things really started triggering feelings within me. But the final thing, my third thing, that really like, said, okay, I'm done with, we're done with. I restart was when we had a we had a conversation on the telephone. We had two. We had two conversations. The first one, first conversation was about me telling him that he needs to stay out of the drama, and he and he bringing up wanted to bring up the drama that was going on with me and the other individual, and he kept trying to insert his opinion and telling me how I should feel that I purposely did this and did that, like really insulting me and really really trying to tell me who I am or what I do as if he's inside of my body, and I was like that was triggering me. You can't tell me. 
you can't tell anyone what they did, how they did, when they did. Like you, you know, what I'm saying it was triggering, and it was just condescending tone to me, as if I'm dumb, as if I don't have any intelligence. That triggered me. But then our second conversation, which was the final conversation that we had, he said something to me. This was reaction to me opening up to him and telling him how hurt I was because the episode that y'all did not see, which was the last episode that they came together as a group, I was not a part of because our second conversation, we had a blow up, blow up because I snapped on him because yet again, he wanted to bring up the the, the drama that happened outside of the room for the second time. And we done had a discussion over him. He would not let it go. And I asked him numerous times in the conversation to let it go, stop, let's move on. He would not let it go. And I told me, I told me about after four or five, let it go. I said, okay, you won't let it go, so now I'm going to cut your ass out. So then I went and went off on Because now you're not getting it. And, I, and, then, and then you're lying on me, saying things I didn't say, telling me what I said. So we have a problem. And then he was on the call. He was on the call. And then, when he, then I was telling him, like, yes, I, I was. That um, he moment because he took that moment of him being mad and being passive aggressive and tired that to tell me that, um, yeah, so I don't want you to do the episode because I feel like you were not showing you were not your best self that day. So uh, I want you to take a break from the show. And I was like, well, Mitchell, oh, I said, ain't that. <laughs> oh, Jasper, Jasper, get get out. Jasper was like, you know what? Get out of this room right now. Jasper said, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, how can you tell me I was not my best self when you were not your best self because we both was in an, both was in that argument, that conversation on the phone, and you were not, you were way out, you were, you were yourself, but you were yourself to a high level. So mm-hmm. you're going to tell me I was not my best self? You were definitely not your best self. No so accountability. At all. So I'm trying to make it an isolated thing as if I was the one just going off and, and being and losing control. And you were just sitting there calm, full of lessons. No, we're not going to do that. Yes, so, you're demon. And, and, <laughs> and then, so at that point, I really was pissed. And then, and then when I was pressuring to him how I felt about him doing it, I, I was hurt because I felt like he did it to hurt me, to really to, to, to use me as an example to the group as if, if you come for me, this is what will happen. I got the you power. Um, you guys are the minions. Exactly. And so when he said it to me and said that, the, that uh, he has the power and we don't, and that in that, um, you know, that there's no, that anything I say, the message does not matter. And his reaction to me, expressing my feelings, he was cold. He was, well, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I still stand on what I did. And I, I don't, and I'm not going to, I can't change what I did. And I stand on what I did. And I was like, I'm not telling, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you, you should change what you did, but your response to me should be a little bit more compassion. And yeah. say, you know, I understand. And I was not trying to hurt you. Yes. But I was upset. And the way I handled things was wrong. He didn't do that, but he told but but said he was as if he gave this cold dismissal. I don't care. It's my show attitude. So that pissed me off and I was done. Because when you invalidate my feelings and I'm and it, it, I'm the type of person I'm not open up easily. I'm a Capricorn. We're very guarded by nature. So right. we open up someone like that and share that you actually hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I never see I'll never let anyone see me sweat. So for me to express that to him, thinking that he was my thinking that he was a bro. Tell me that my feelings don't matter, that it is what it is. I was like, I'm done. I can't be a part of something where if I'm hurting, I'm sensitive to you that you're hurting me. If you don't care, then I'm good. And I unfortunately w- witnessed all of that. Yes. And I was trying to guide the conversation to a healthier place, right. even asking this entity, hey, you know, do you know what empathy looks like or do you know what Jasper needs right now? And it was emptiness. It's dark, dusty. Oh, once again, 
we were trying we're to dark make, and dusty. yeah we were trying to make sense of this situation and of how he was receiving it and it wasn't that jasper was yelling at him or cursing him out because i wasn't doing that either and yet he was giving me the same thing that jasper was experiencing and there was nothing when i asked him what does empathy look like he started talking about himself hmm. And I'll, how, how, I'm not going to change my behavior. And that's what I saw. Like, you know, because there are some relationships that you do not need to salvage. 100%. There are 100%. some situations where you are, and I love what Isaiah said, I am no longer having convincing conversations. Yep. And there's some conversations where you don't need to have, you don't need to have anymore to convince the person or debate with the person that this is wrong? Because I don't I need to convince you of the obvious is the whole take. Preach. If it's why? snowing outside and it's all white and you're trying to tell me, oh, and then, you know, it's raining. Like, uh, we're not going to discuss the obvious and have a debate. Or you're going to tell me, oh, my perspective matters about the weather. No, it's no, snowing. It's <laughs> and Jasper was sitting there advocating for himself and saying, no, this is what it was. And he, again, was trying to play the victim role. And, you know, I do not try to make sense of people playing the victim. If I, 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 my job is to, you know, notice what's happening. And when someone is doing that, um, I'm disconnecting, I'm disengaging. Mm-hmm. And we chose, and I love the fact that Jasper in that conversation, he held back a lot. And it said a lot about him. And Jasper would have been justified to curse him out. And Jasper didn't. Because when you know that you have power and that your words are powerful, you choose when to use them as a sword, as a chisel, or a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. And Jasper understands the power of his words. And Jasper said nothing and said, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. He wrapped it up real good and real cute. Real cute. <laughs> cute and mute. Cute and mute. A job, cute and mute. <laughs> and that's what you do. And sometimes we are. I think people are very empathetic and all three of us are empathetic people. Absolutely. And we try to give people the benefit of the doubt and we try to, uh, and you know, um, convince people we don't have to do that in relationships. We don't have to do that in interactions with people in the world. There's too many of us out here who are already aligned or, uh, and are on the same, same wavelength and are on the same page for us to worry about those who haven't awoken yet and who don't want to partake in that like this individual does not want to partake in that today and i think maybe now i i hope that when he matures and gets older he wants to be a part of that but that's not where he is today this is where i am today mm-hmm. and this is what i need around me this individual and I, you know, I compromise a lot to try to educate like this is an individual who presented as a candace owen supporter Okay. Okay. That's already a problem for me. And that's a problem for me, period. Because every time even saying that name almost made me gag. (laughs) I know. I swallow a little bit of sickness. And I, once again, tried to be the bigger person and said, no, Theo, you cannot be an elitist because maybe this child, because that's what he behaved like, 
needs representation. He probably in his life, he did not have positive male queer representation. Maybe you can play that role. But the reality is that this man is not, he's not interested in that. Mm -hmm. He's not interested in brotherhood. He just says brotherhood because it's it is it's popular to say, and that's where we are right. It's politically correct to say, real good and real cute, real cute, <laughs> cute and mute, cute and mute, a job, cute and mute, <laughs> and that's what you do. And sometimes we are. I think people are very empathetic, and all three of us are empathetic people. Absolutely. And we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, and we try to, uh, and you know, um, convince people. We don't have to do that in relationships. We don't have to do that in interactions with people in the world. There's too many of us out here who are already aligned or, uh, and are on the same, same wavelength and are on the same page for us to worry about those who haven't awoken yet and who don't want to partake in that. Like this individual does not want to partake in that today. And I think maybe now I, I hope that when he matures and gets older, he wants to be a part of that. But that's not where he is today. This is where I am today, mm-hmm. and this is what I need around me. This individual, and I, you know, I compromise a lot to try to educate. Like this is an individual who presented as a Candace Owen supporter. Okay. Okay. And that's already a problem for me. And that's a problem for me, period. Because every time you even say that name almost made me gag. Oh. <laughs> I know. I swallow a little bit of sickness. I... And I, once again, tried to be the bigger person and said, no, Theo, you cannot be an elitist. Because maybe this child, because that's what he behaved like, needs representation. He probably in his life, he did not have positive male queer representation maybe you can play that role but the reality is that this man is not he's not interested in that Mm -hmm. he's not interested in brotherhood he just says brotherhood because it's it is it's popular to say and that's where we are right it's politically correct to say he presents nice because it's politically correct to present nice but who he is at his core and my experience of him isn't that and we all share that experience. Exactly. And it's a shame. So it's 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 sad the way that it all played out. That in that sense, but then also, it's bittersweet because it's like, wow, you know, we made space for this person, you know, as this person will say, they made space for us as well, right? And um, like, oh, I made space for it, right. However, even though this is in quotes, you can't see me quoting right now, but um, your platform and you are the boss, there should be an understanding that we also made each of our own individual contributions to the success or failure or and or failure well that's a humble person isaiah (laughs) this person has never shown us to have humility because in order for you to believe in and god and allah or jehovah Mm -hmm. you have to come to the feet of that entity and be humble Mm -hmm. you can come to the the foot of the lord and be egotistical 
And you, are you going you gonna to tell Jesus to kiss your feet? You going to tell Jesus that this is my house? <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> He's going to strike you down. You have to be humble. Even to be a religious person, there's a sense of humility. To be a man of God or a woman of God, to have that kind of relationship, you have to be humble. And this poor child has zero humility. Zero. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you can't, you can't always, you just, I don't want to be totally insulting, but we just, we going to mention it all. Uh, <laughs> mention it all. Um, you can't teach stupid sometimes, okay? Like it, sometimes it just is what it is. If 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 they don't know now, then they sometimes they they're not going to know. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes it's just it just ain't it. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you can you can help an Uncle Tom and you can help a coon. Okay, because okay. and that's another thing. Let's be let's be uh, just. Real, keep it real real um i am not down with the coonery and buffoonery period not me like never not, never not today not tomorrow not next year never and um, my experience of him was very cooner coon very party one. like very and that was a and, no and i hadn't mentioned that early either like that was a huge trigger for me i think we were like maybe we were in between recordings or something like that and he he had posted um, something about Candace Owens and then during Pride Month even talking about how he doesn't celebrate Pride. I don't have time. I'm not making space for people that, that are anti themselves. All right, check, please. I got to go. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, check. Where is the check? Like, can we, right? Like, I, I'm not occupying a space where you are self-deprecating and self-hating because that's exactly what that energy, that, that's what that is. And he's shown us time and time again yeah. that he was self-hating and self-deprecating and that he was like, he, had, he presented to us that he had a problem with his blackness. Even with the fact that he would say, oh, I was, I'm black, but I'm from Germany. That means nothing. Nothing, nothing. Because, and mind you, he was not really black and from Germany. He was not born in Germany. Bingo. He did and not go to the school system and participated in that system in Germany. Because if you are black, raised in a different country, you are going to that school system, you are partaking in the culture. Mm-hmm. He was black from Germany being educated and living in a army base. Right, which is all little pockets of, I mean, just coming from a military family myself, it's all little pockets of westernization. <laughs> Hello. And but in his mind he didn't understand that. He just understood and said that in a way like it made him different from blackness. Mm-hmm. And I on the other hand, I was raised in Panama. I went to school in Panama. I interacted with my Panamanian family. I have family there. I partook in the culture and I understood mm-hmm. that I was black. Mhm. And I will always be black, even though our culture is Latino and we did a lot of Latin things. Once again, our oppressors. (laughs) But I always knew that the core of me and wherever I exist, I am black. That's why I put Afro or black Latino in everything that I do. And he didn't understand that. He said that I'm black, but I'm black from Germany. What does that mean? 
That and to me that and again and you know what else negates that theory? Straight up, this last summer, when not just people in America were standing up and saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter too. By the way, in case anybody doesn't under still doesn't understand that sentiment, but that's all I'm gonna say about that. But um, when the whole when, when the the entire U.S. at different parts of the U.S. were standing up and going Black Lives Matter and marching, right? There is the understanding. I hope that the whole world was pretty much standing up and saying Black Lives Matter. They were doing that in Germany as well. So. What do you mean you are black from Germany, my dude? That it's not this that that doesn't mean anything. There is racism everywhere. Anti-blackness exists yes. wherever there is a black body. Bingo. In Yemen, in Africa, yeah. in Europe, oh, in Asia, in South America, <laughs> wherever. And it's and he I, he didn't understand it and does and, and we tried to model that and obviously I cannot force you to allow things to penetrate your psyche, your heart and your spirit. You have to be willing and open, and that's what we were trying to make sense of. And we realized that it was unnecessary and undoable. We're yeah. having. We're having some technical difficulties with Jasper. I think that's a good sign uh, of us to uh, wrap it up. Wrap it, yeah. Let me hold on. Let's get him, get him back in. Can you? Is it? Will it let you send like a little? Or he can click on the same link. I think he can just quick click on the same link where we're doing our podcast from. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna send it to him and see if he can get back in with us. And I hope that everyone is um, will enjoy this. This is actually really fun. It's cathartic also. It really is cathartic. Let it go and let it be because we will not be talking about Aubrey. Yes. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at you rhyming. Uh- <laughs> you go. I say I won't let him in. So let's end it here. Um, okay. You know, unfortunately, we're having some technical difficulty and this is just our first episode. <laughs> so we're still learning. And um, hopefully the editing process goes well. So I think it will. I think it'll go great. Um, so I guess thank you guys for joining us. If you guys, again, if you have any questions about the previous platform, just try to refer to this episode. Obviously, you can ask us any questions that you'd like, and we will freely and openly answer them. But um I'm excited for this journey. I'm excited for this next episode. I'm excited to be alongside Jasper and Theo, as I said earlier. And oh, this is our this is our our safe space. Yep. And we hope you can make it your safe space too. Nice. And in order for us to move forward, we will sometimes have to look back. But this is the one and only time that we will be looking back. Absolutely. And <laughs> we'll be look going forward. We want to. Um, keep make this a safe space for you to make sense of whatever your it is make sense of life make sense of sexuality make sense of religion make sense of love make sense of whatever your it is and um (laughs) and just move forward with love positivity and empathy absolutely and of course we're gonna be a little petty a little bit 
A little bit. Why not? <laughs> why not? Because we're a multi-layered individual. So. Absolutely. Until next, bit of time, everything. Until, until next time. <laughs> a little bit of everything. We're hey. Later. Later. Three, 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 three